So much for transitory inflation. It's here and doesn't seem to be going anywhere and prices are only going up. On today's show, we've got some ideas for you to fight back against inflation and still retire on time. Welcome in to Retirement Room. Welcome into Retirement Room. I'm Morgan Patrick, your consumer advocate, and we are always joined by, led by Simon and Simon Financial. We have Chad Simon, Grant Simon, and Father Gerald Simon. And again, Gerald is the founder of Simon and Simon. And between father and sons, 88 combined years of experience helping hundreds of clients get ready for their retirement. They are fiduciaries in New Orleans. We talk retirement each and every week and look forward to getting into the subject today. But before we do, I wanted to bring Gerald in. He's here. And Gerald, do you remember the last time we had rapid inflation back in the 70s and the early 80s? What do you remember as some of the toughest parts for retirees during those times? And how do those issues compare to what we are seeing today? And finally, what are some similarities and some differences with how we are seeing inflation again currently? Well, you know, Morgan, it's funny because the term that the quote experts keep using regarding inflation was that it was going to be transitory or temporary. Well, we have seen that is definitely not the case. And I feel that this is something that we're going to have to deal with for the foreseeable future. One thing I can say for certain is that any time we see an increase in the cost of everyday staples like food, gas, the price of cars, etc., the people that are most affected are those retirees living on a low fixed income. If you are getting $2,000 a month and now it's costing you five or $600 more per month to cover your basic needs, then you are going to have to make some tough choices. And that occurs anytime we have rapid inflation and today it isn't any different. I think one thing that is different about the kind of inflation we're seeing today is that in the 80s, we had stagflation. Stagflation is where you have high inflation as well as high unemployment and low economic growth. Today, we have high inflation with very low unemployment, which is definitely a better position to be in. And a lot of this was caused by a confluence of events, starting with the pandemic where everything was shut down and very, very quickly. And then we had to come back online. Demand was super high because we printed so much money and the labor force was affected by government initiatives to stay home. But I am actually more optimistic about the situation we have today versus when we had what we experienced in the 80s because the fundamentals of the economy are much stronger than they were back then. I tell you, I like the sound of that, uh, kind of a a ray of sunshine. A lot of people very, very concerned. Again, Gerald Simon is the founder of Simon & Simon Financial, and he is always here with us as we talk retirement. Again, Chad Simon and Grant Simon uh, here with us as well. All right, so let's get into this. Thank you, Gerald. I appreciate the the words of of wisdom, and uh, certainly nice to see some optimism uh, at the end of those comments. So 
Uh, let's go for this first, Chad. I mean, inflation can be particularly hard on retirees. And, and again, you're living on a fixed income or you've got a partially fixed income, and inflation is always going to be an issue. And, for example, a 3% rate of inflation would cut your spending power in half over a span of, say, 24 years. And with people living longer, even a normal rate of inflation uh, can be a big, big issue. And we wanted to go over some of these. So here are some ways that you can deal with this. So, Chad, let's go first. Invest for growth. Yeah, absolutely, Morgan. You know, even during times of normal periods of inflation, which we've seen uh, over the last 10 years after uh, the 2008-2009 crash, it is always recommended that retirees or those nearing retirement invest a portion of their portfolio for growth. And inflation is always an issue for retirees and not investing some of your portfolio to stay ahead of inflation can really put you at risk of running out of money in retirement. Growth is always the a key, especially when everything is costing more. You know, again, even during times of, of normal inflation, when things are not as costly, um, growth is the key. Growth is the key to ensuring your income needs are met. Growth is the key to ensuring you're offsetting inflation. Um, that's why, uh, unfortunately, those affected by inflation the most are not only those that Gerald talked about who have low fixed income, but those with no assets. If you have you know, a few hundred thousand dollars uh, you know, in stocks or bonds and we see inflation go through the roof, at some point, the Fed will raise rates to where we will have you know, investment vehicles like I-bonds, which are paying you know, almost nine, over 9.5% per year, or even CDs. Rates will go up to where you can literally put a bunch of money in these fixed rates um, to help cover the cost of inflation with growth. If you have no assets, uh, you really have no backup plan. All you have is a reduce in purchasing power and the already limited monthly income you're getting. So growth is the key um, to, to almost all your issues. And really, that's our job as advisors is to create as much growth with, with as little risk as possible throughout retirement. All right. On today's show, we're just talking about some ideas to fight back against inflation. The yearly rate of U.S. inflation fell 8 point to 8.3% in April from 85 so it dipped down. Uh, that marks the first decline in eight months, but the upward pressure on prices is unlikely to ease fast enough to give Americans much relief anytime soon. In fact, there's a new Gallup poll that shows more Americans are growing worried about their finances. Lillian Wu has the story. Americans are more likely today than they were a year ago to report being very or moderately worried about finances, according to a new Gallup poll out. Nearly two-thirds of those surveyed are concerned about having enough money for retirement. More than half are worried about maintaining their standard of living, and 40 percent are stressed about paying monthly bills, up from 32 percent last year. The findings reverse the improvement seen last year. So it's a nervous time, folks. I mean, those are startling numbers. And the big question, Chad, is what can be done and how we do it. Yeah, Morgan, you know, well, the thing is, is you have to be careful with these numbers because you really can't take away too much information from just one month or a couple of months of information. So I'm glad that the inflation rate fell a little bit um, from what we saw in April. But again, you know, we saw this a few weeks back. Gas kind of peaked, it fell. Oil it hit its hot, uh, its top and then fell 15, 20%. And then I think last week we had an all-time high this week, we just hit a, a new all-time high. So just taking information from one month or two months really doesn't give you a broad-scale perspective. Um, but this is something that's going to take time. Uh, and I know that the, the government officials and the people, economics, economists out there are working hard to um, you know, do what they can. Um, but there are just so many things you can do when you have out-of-control out uh, inflation like we're seeing now. You have to let the fire kind of die out on its own. 
Uh, and unfortunately, when you when you see the Fed start uh, coming in and manipulating interest rates, every time we've done that in the past, it's thrown us into a recession. When, when they raise rates, you see an overheating become a, a slamming on the brakes and that throws us into a recession. So it's good information to see that, that that's dropped, but it's really not enough to tell us what's coming in the near future. In the near future. So you have to really brace for um, you know, that we may have to go through this for several more months or even a year or more. You're locked into Retirement Rue. We talk retirement each and every week here in the New Orleans market. We have Simon & Simon Financial, the power behind the program. Chad Simon, Grant Simon, and Father Gerald Simon, the founder of Simon & Simon Financial, and just talking about some ideas to fight back against inflation. So this next one, delay claiming Social Security, that's an idea as far as fighting back against inflation. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's just, it comes down to math. Everyone tells us all the time, hey, should I take Social Security early? Should I take it, you know, now while I'm still working and kind of pocket it and invest it? Should I take it later? Well, the math is always going to tell you um, that statistically you should take it as late as possible. Um, so really, it's about finding that sweet spot. Now it's a it's a unique situation. It's easy for us to say, oh well, you know, now is not the time to retire. It's not the time to take Social Security. Let it grow and just keep working for three or four years. That's not our job. <laughs> our job is when someone's ready to retire. I don't care if it's fifty five or eighty five. Our job is to find the solutions to make that work. So telling someone to just oh we'll just wait until you're sixty sixty eight or seventy to to take your Social Security. Um, is not always the way it's going to work. But yeah, absolutely. Mathematically, if you're in a position where you can keep working or you have other sources of income, delaying your retirement, at least until your full retirement age, which for most people is 67, is beneficial. And yeah, if you can get past that, if you can raise it to 70, you get 8% more every year from your full retirement age until you're 70 years old, up to 132% of your benefit. And for most individuals who have 80 to 100% of the max benefit. You only have to live to 76, 77 years old um, for the cumulative benefit of taking it at 70 or close to that to, to make up for taking it early. So absolutely, not only maybe not maxing out when you take it, but certainly adjusting the time at which you thought you were going to take it because of what we're dealing with is something you may want to consider. Each and every week here on Retirement Rue, we give you an opportunity to get on the calendar with Simon and Simon Financial. And Chad, we've got five positions on the calendar for the upcoming week. What's going to happen for these five callers? That's right, Morgan. So for the next five callers, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. We're going to give this to you today at no cost or obligation if you're one of the next five callers who have at least $200,000 saved for retirement. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help untangle what costing working with your current planner advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your investments, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We'll also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. And we'll even run a customized income plan utilizing proven strategies and techniques that can turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. All right, we've got five positions on the calendar. Here's the number, 800-728-2225. No cost or obligation. If you've got at least 200000 saved towards your retirement, again, these strategies are going to work best for you. Here's the number, five spots, 800-728-2225. There are still a lot of questions about crypto and using it in your retirement plan. When we come back, we'll tackle some frequently asked questions about crypto in your 401k or IRA and if it's even possible. The bigger question is should you?
Welcome back into Retirement Room, powered by Simon and Simon Financial. We have Grant Simon, Chad Simon, and Father Gerald Simon, the founder of Simon and Simon Financial. And between father and sons, they have 88 combined years experience helping hundreds of clients plan for their retirement. They are fiduciaries. And again, that's what we do each and every week. We hit the topics. We talk it. You're going to have questions. And each and every week, we open up a certain number, just a few spots on the calendar in the upcoming week for radio listeners only. So when we open up those spots, jump on those appointments, no cost or obligation. We'll tell you about that as we move through the program. So The financial giant Fidelity announcing earlier this year they will let workers invest up to 20% of their 401k contributions directly in Bitcoin, directly from their main menu. And they are the first to offer crypto, but they certainly won't be the last. So we wanted to kind of dig into the frequently asked question about crypto uh, in your retirement plan. So here we go. Got some questions for you. And crypto is front and center there. I mean, it it is topsy-turvy right now. So how can I, and again, Grant, we'll bring you in on this. How can I fold crypto into my retirement plan if I so desire? Yeah, Morgan, this is a question that we're obviously getting more and more from prospective clients and current clients. And uh, the best way to do it is with what's called a self-directed IRA, or you could use a solo 401k plan. Those are really the most convenient ways to purchase crypto in retirement accounts. Uh, Bitcoin IRA, uh, Bit IRA, iTrust Capital, and IRA Financial, among others, offer crypto back IRAs. Um, nevertheless, retirement account giant Fidelity has made it possible for workers to put up to 20% of their 401k savings in Bitcoin, all from the account's main investment menu, like you were just saying. So we're starting to see this shift where some of the bigger uh, players in the brokerage industry are allowing people to purchase Bitcoin inside of various types of accounts, whether it be brokerage accounts, uh, IRAs, and now obviously with this 401k uh, option from Fidelity, I think we are going to see this more and more, but it is still a little bit like the Wild West of old because there aren't a lot of regulations on it. We're still kind of feeling our way through this, working our way through, figuring out how Bitcoin is going to be regulated. And until that comes, I think you're going to see some hesitancy of the big institutional money want to jump uh, in with both feet. I tell you, it's uh, everybody's fascinated by it. Uh, a lot of people out there uh, just don't know a lot about it. So there are going to be a lot of questions. So, you know, how you're going to get it into your retirement plan. And there are some big, big names out there that are including it. Uh, obviously, you just heard Fidelity. But what about, co- I mean, w- there's so much out there. What coin should I choose? Yeah, when you go on uh, Coinbase or any of the other uh, main trading platforms, what you see is it's not just Bitcoin or Ethereum. Those are the two biggest uh, coins out there, by the way, Bitcoin and Ethereum. Ethereum. But you will see a list of almost hundreds of cryptocurrencies available to choose from. Now, if you go from Bitcoin or Ethereum, which are the two uh, most established coins, to some of the other ones that have only been out for maybe a month or two, obviously you have a lot more risk with the newer coins, the ones that don't have um, as much capitalization. But we just saw recently, if you look at Bitcoin, um, 
going back to 2021, late 2021, and actually early 2022, Bitcoin was trading at around $65,000 per coin. And today, it's right around 30,000 or 31,000. So that is a tremendous fall in just a few months. So I would say if somebody is looking to get in to cryptocurrencies and you want to pick a coin, I think obviously the majority of the funds should be in Bitcoin or Ethereum. And maybe you take a small portion and allocate it to some of the other uh, less known coins to hopefully get one that um, has a lot of upside potential. Retirement Rue. We talk retirement each and every week. And the topics, well, I tell you, it's all about retirement. And I tell you, Bitcoin, uh, again, cryptocurrencies, a lot of people are having this discussion, crypto uh, Bitcoin, it, it's all in the headlines right now. It's not for the, the greatest of news because they're taking a hard hit. But you know what goes down can possibly go back up. It's kind of uh, it's kind of a crazy time right now. So, you know, are you know, is this something that you should think about when it comes to uh, your retirement? So if we are going in that direction, uh, Grant, I mean, how much money should I invest if I go in this direction? Yeah, well, you know, Morgan, it's interesting. Uh, according to a Yale study from 2019, between 4% and 6% of a portfolio should be allocated to cryptocurrency. Now, the study included all cryptos, including Bitcoin, XRP, and Ethereum specifically. But financial advisors, CFPs, and other money experts increasingly recommend a crypto asset allocation of somewhere between 1% to 5% of a person's portfolio. Uh, personally, I do think that when you're talking about retirement planning and how you allocate those assets, putting a large uh, portion percentage-wise of a portfolio, a retirement portfolio into cryptocurrencies, I think is something that is just a little bit too risky for my blood, for my taste. Um, I think there's nothing wrong with having a little bit of money in it um, because you do have this tremendous upside potential. So I don't think there's anything wrong with having maybe one or 2% of a retirement portfolio in it. But you start talking about getting 6% or more in uh, into cryptocurrencies, and you could see just tremendous losses. We just saw it fall by over 50% in three months. You don't want to be going through that when you are just entering retirement and having to transition from the accumulation phase to the income phase of retirement. Um, now, if you're a younger investor, like myself, I have some money in crypto, but I don't have, you know, 25% uh, or something crazy like that of my assets in crypto. I still put a small portion of it. Some investors might be able to put up to 10% of their risky investments to cryptocurrencies and possibly even more if you're younger. But I do think that having a broad-based allocation that includes other assets so you're not overly concentrated into something that does have a lot of volatility is important no matter what age you are. We talk retirement each and every week here on Retirement Rue. And again, the topics are, are current on top of what a lot of people are discussing uh, when it comes to your retirement plan. And I think that's the key. Have a plan. Uh, crypto and that conversation can be had. Uh, but certainly get as much information as you can before you uh, kind of dive into that pool. And as, as Grant mentioned, too, I mean, you might not want to go all the way in the pool. You might just want to dip your toe in. 
and see if that's something that's going to be part of your retirement portfolio. Retirement Roo, again, each and every week it's retirement. Each and every week we give you an opportunity to get on the calendar with Simon & Simon Financial. No cost or obligation. We're going to open up five more spots here in just a little bit. So these are questions about uh, cryptocurrencies. Uh, a lot of people are asking, and we're kind of going over them, you know, how you fold uh, crypto into a retirement plan. You know, what coins should you choose? Again, that takes a discussion. You know, how much money should you invest? I mean, again, another sit down and you talk about, you know, your, your risk tolerance because <laughs> it seems to be right now very up and down when it comes to uh, cryptocurrencies. So make sure you're very aware of that. Uh, here's here's the, the next question and probably the last question we're going to have time for, Grant, is if I make money on crypto trades, do I have to pay taxes? Right. Well, the short answer to that is yes. Uh, whether you purchase, sold, or exchange cryptocurrencies, you need to declare uh, those transactions to the IRS. Crypto investments are generally treated like other investments, including stocks and bonds, depending on your particular circumstance. Um, if you didn't sell or exchange your crypto for another type, you do not need to report it on your tax return. Uh, you also do not need to report buying or holding crypto. However, as with stocks and bonds, you'll need to report any gains or losses you realize if you sell or exchange cryptos. And one last thing, uh, I did have an accountant tell me this is one thing that the IRS is honing in on. If you bought, if you sold uh, uh, crypto assets, you definitely want to include that on your tax return because that is something that the IRS is red flagging. Okay. Again, folks, it's about having that conversation. Uh, you know, if you want to think about including crypto in your return, retirement portfolio. Again, uh, talk it out. All right. Retirement Rue Radio now going to give you an opportunity to get on the calendar at Simon & Simon Financial. We have five positions on the calendar. Uh, Grant, what's going to happen for these five callers? That's right, Morgan. For the next five callers, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. We're going to give you this review with no cost or obligation if you're one of the next five callers who have at least $200,000 saved for retirement. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning for you by mapping out where you are now. We also will run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We will also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. And we will even run a customized income plan utilizing proven strategies and techniques, which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. And folks, if you got questions about crypto, ask them. If you've got 200000 saved towards retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. Here's the number, 800-728-2225. That's 800-728-2225. Courtesy service provided at no cost to help educate and enlighten. Number one more time, 800-728-2225. Call now. We live life in stages, and one of the last frontiers most of us will experience is going into retirement. With some solid planning and attention to detail, the road to retirement should be smooth. Welcome back into Retirement Rue, powered by Simon & Simon Financial. We've got Grant Simon, Chad Simon, and the founder of Simon & Simon Financial, Gerald Simon. 
He's there to make sure, well, his sons stay in line when we do the radio show, and they do a great job. 88 combined years experience between fathers and sons and helping hundreds of clients get ready for their retirement. They are fiduciaries. And again, New Orleans, it's always about retirement. If you've got any questions at all about what's going on with your situation, you can always call this number, 800-728-2225 and book an appointment, 800-728-2225. And we also open up a certain number of spots for radio listeners only each and every week. And we're going to open those up here in just a little bit. No cost or obligation. See where you are in your retirement planning process. All right. So getting to retirement can be, well, challenging. And in this portion of the program, we wanted to dig into that and see, you know, what the various stages are and how we can effectively deal with those stages. So Grant, you're first up. Uh, and we're not even at retirement. We're in pre-retirement. Yeah, so pre-retirement is really planning time. During your working years, retirement can appear to be both an oncoming burden and a distant paradise. You know, workers know that this stage of their lives is coming, and most do everything they can to save for it, but often give little thought to what they will actually do once they reach the goal. And it's important when you are trying to plan for retirement, you're in that pre-retirement phase still working, it is important to think about and game plan what your perfect retirement is going to look like. What do you want to accomplish in retirement? Do you want to sit on the beach and drink Mai Tais all day? Or do you want to go on vacations around the country, around the world? I mean, there's a thousand different things that you can do. Volunteer at your local food bank or do some other philanthropic work. There's a thousand different things that you can do, but actually planning for it is very important. Talking about just the stages when you think about retirement. So pre-retirement, that is the big part of planning we talk about so often here on the program. You know, make sure you're sitting down and having these types of conversations. Uh, I would sign up for the uh, uh, the vacations. I would sign up for the Mai Tais by the pool. I like those. Uh, you didn't throw in golf grants, so I'm a little disappointed there. Uh, but golf would be good. Uh, but again, talking about this. Yeah, fishing. There you go. A little hunting. I mean, what, whatever, you know, floats your boat, that kind of thing. Uh, but, you know, going over these stages. So pre-retirement is when you're starting to talk about it, think about it and plan for it. And then you finally get to the big day. And that's a big day for so many people. Yeah, it is. But it's also a big day for many reasons, too. You know, when you get past the smiles, the handshakes and the farewells, you know, this is actually by far the shortest stage in the retirement process, but it has one of the biggest emotional effects that you will go through in this process. Because once you get there and the big day arrives, after all those handshakes and smiles and farewells are over, now you have the realization hit you that you are no longer going to be doing what you've been doing probably for the last 25 or 30 years, which is part of your identity. It's going to work every day. It's the inner office relationships. All of those things now are going to transition to a very different uh, part of your life, a very different time of your life. So it's a very short period of the planning process or the retirement process, the stages in retirement, but it can be one that is uh, that has the most emotional effect and being prepared for that day and, and what you're going to do after that day really make it a lot easier to uh, to enjoy 
when you actually hit your day of retirement. You're tuned in to Retirement Rue. We talk retirement each and every week. Simon and Simon Financial, the power behind the program. And again, uh, there's going to be an opportunity to get on their calendar. You can have these types of conversations about your own retirement situation. If you haven't started planning, uh, we're going to carve out a few spots on the calendar with Simon and Simon. It'd be a great opportunity to grab one of those spots and do that. Or if you're in the middle of something and you need a second opinion, one of those spots could also be for you. But that's so, so interesting because, you know, you think about retirement and if you just sit there and you go, okay, well, that's, that's probably a date in the future for me. But you don't really think about everything that goes into it. Uh, you really need to have a plan, folks. It starts with a plan and then you work with someone that kind of keeps you on that road to your retirement, right? And everybody's road's going to be different. So make sure your plan is unique to you. We're just kind of going over the stages. So there's pre-retirement. You know, you're doing, you're doing your planning. You're thinking about it. You've got your goals, right? And then there's the big day. You finally hang it up. And that's a, that's a big day. And as, as Grant mentioned, it's, it's probably the shortest day. And then, and then it's like you get to the beach. You remember, you remember when you were a kid? You get to the beach for the first time you hadn't seen it in a while. And you kind of just you got your suit on. You got your, your, your cover up. You throw, you throw your top off and you just go to the beach. You're, you're diving in the ocean. That's called the honeymoon phase, folks, because that comes right after you retire. You're excited. It's all in front of you. Talk a little bit about the honeymoon phase, Grant. Yeah, so uh, honeymoons follow more than just weddings, obviously. And once the retirement celebrations are over, a period often follows when retirees get to do all those things. They get to go on the vacations. They get to visit family, uh, do the traveling play golf, go fishing, all the things that they've wanted to do. And, you know, this phase really doesn't have a set period of time. But during this, uh, this honeymoon phase, what you're really doing is, is you're getting to enjoy after 25, 30 or more years of working every day, you get to enjoy all those things that you've been waiting to do into retirement. And it is a joyful time. But I will say it's also a time where some people do have a difficulty actually adjusting. We talk to um, clients all the time, right after they retire, they say, we ask them, how are you doing two or three months in? And they, some of them will say to us, you know, I'm still getting up at 530 every morning, even though I don't have to. And I wake up and I get ready. And then I realize I'm not going anywhere today. So they go sit out on their porch and drink a cup of coffee. But you got to have these. Uh, I think it's important to have some of those uh, things that you've got on your bucket list ready to go for retirement. So you do get to enjoy that honeymoon phase. I think it is important. Retirement Rue. It's all about retirement each and every week here in the New Orleans market. We're talking about the stages of retirement Again, pre-retirement, the big day you actually retire, the early portion, and it could be, it depends on the length of time, obviously different for different people, but that honeymoon phase. Chad, let's bring you in because as high as we get uh, with elation that we have hit retirement and we're doing the things we want to do, eventually it kind of hits us and there's a little bit of a lull, the disenchantment phase. Yeah. So, you know, after looking forward to retirement for so long, Many retirees must deal with kind of a feeling of a letdown, similar to that of a newlywed once the honeymoon period is over. Retirement isn't a permanent vacation, after all. It's also can bring loneliness and boredom. 
uh, feelings of uselessness and disillusionment. That's why it's so important to not only have a plan for your assets in retirement, but also have a plan for all the free time you're going to ha- now have. Uh, and the difference, and that's going to be different for everyone. You know, we always tell the story for Gerald. You know, he were tra- tried to retire 15 years or so ago. He traveled all over the world and he came back home and said, you know what, this is not making me happy. It's not making me content. So he came back to work um, to bug us forever. Um, that's, <laughs> that's, that's his job now. No. Um, so, but it's, you it's love really, him, Chad, oh, you course, absolutely yeah, love right. him. All right. It's like, keeps him young is what he says. Yeah, it okay. keeps us old, uh, keeps us, the grays are coming quick. No. Uh, but you know, everyone's plans different. Some people, again, you know, in that honeymoon phase, oh, this is, this is great. And then one day you wake up and say, well, you know, what's my purpose? What, what am I doing? And, and there's only, you know, so many times you can, you know, go bowling or, or go play golf and stuff. So really not only having a plan for your assets, having a plan for all that free time you're going to have is really going to lead to a happier and healthier retirement for sure. Well, and, and, and folks, it's all about, you know, being able to adjust. I mean, it's not written in stone. Once you get into retirement, uh, there's plenty of time to kind of take a look at what you're doing. And if you need to pivot, you pivot, you, you reorient yourself, you, you go and you do something else. Yeah. So perhaps the most difficult aspect of this stage to manage are the inevitable self-examination questions that must be answered once again, such as who am I, uh, who am I now, now that I'm retired, now that I don't have to wake up every day at seven o'clock and then do this for seven or eight hours and then come home and eat dinner and do it all over again. What is my purpose at this point? Am I still useful in some capacity? Uh, you know, is it is it new? Is it satisfying? Answer to those questions must be found if the retirement is wants a sense of closure from his or her working days. You have to, again, not only plan for the financial aspects, but what you're going to do with the time you have left on this earth. And it's and it's important feeling you you've been working for this point your entire life. You want to be able to be fulfilled by it. It's all about having a plan, folks. We talk about it each and every week here on Simon & Simon Financial. Now's the opportunity to get on the calendar with Simon & Simon. Chad, what's going to happen for the next five callers? That's right, Morgan. So for the next five callers, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. We're going to give this to you today at no cost or obligation if you're one of the next five callers who have at least $200,000 saved for retirement. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. And we'll also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes and even run a customized income plan utilizing proven strategies and techniques that can turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. All right, we have five positions. Here's the number, 800-728-2225. Again, no cost or obligation. If you've got at least 200000 saved towards your retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. Again, the number, again, five spots, they will go fast. 800-728-2225. Call now. Listeners have questions and we have answers. That and more when we come right back. Welcome back into Retirement Rue. Simon and Simon Financial, the power behind the program. We have Chad Simon, Grant Simon, Gerald Simon. Again, Gerald, the father and founder of Simon and Simon Financial. And these three have 88 combined years experience. 
helping hundreds of clients get ready for their retirement. They are fiduciaries. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate, and we are to our question and answer portion of the program. So let's get right to it. want to remind you, though, there's going to be an opportunity to get on the calendar at Simon & Simon Financial. No cost or obligation. See where you are in your retirement planning process. If you haven't started, great time to do it. If you're in the middle of something, need a second opinion, grab one of those spots and get some peace of mind when it comes to your retirement plan. Mandeville is our first stop. Grant, this one's for you. Ben is there. Here's the question. I'm inheriting a small IRA this year. Can I wait until year 10 after the death of my father to take the full distribution, or do I have to follow a required minimum distribution schedule and take out some every year for 10 years? Yes, Ben. Uh, this is a question that we have been wrestling with actually since uh, Congress passed the SECURE Act. And basically, in the SECURE Act, it said that if an individual inherited an IRA from their parents, they would be able to uh, wait until the end of the 10th year to liquidate those assets. You wouldn't have to take the required minimum distributions based on your life. Uh, IRS came back and said, no, we disagree with that. We don't think that that should happen. We do think that uh, people should have to take their RMDs if they inherit an IRA. So Congress had to fight with the IRS to get uh, this situation resolved. Uh, the most recent thing that uh, has been released with uh, from Congress and, and some guidance from the IRS says that you will be able to determine how you want to take out uh, your assets from the IRA as long as by the end of the 10th year after inheriting the IRA, all of the funds have been withdrawn and taxes have been paid if it is a traditional IRA. If it's a Roth IRA, you still have to liquidate it by the end of the 10th year, but there would be no taxes due on those withdrawals. Question and answer portion of the program. You're listening to Retirement Rue, powered by Simon & Simon Financial. There will be an opportunity to get on the calendar at Simon & Simon, no cost or obligation. If you've got your own set of questions about your retirement situation, you can get those answered. Again, no cost or obligation. Covington, our next stop. Chad, this one's for you. Jimmy is there. Here is the question. I'm 62 years old. I'm trying to manage what I have in my stocks, and I've been looking into annuities. This product sounds great because of the fixed funds, but I don't know much about them. What are the pros and cons of annuities versus, say, stocks? Yeah. Hey, Jamie, thanks for the question. Um, you know, this is a very common question. We talk about it all the time. Uh, it's a question we get uh, all the time, whether it be you know, someone coming in our office or maybe someone coming up to us after a dinner seminar and they ask, you know, so how do you feel about annuities? And what I tell them is that it's a little like asking me, you know, how I feel about food or cars, right? I like pizza, but I'm not a huge fan of broccoli. So when it comes to annuities, just like any other financial tool, it depends on what you're trying to accomplish with that tool. And that's all annuities are. They're simply investment tools. So if you're looking for guaranteed lifetime income, for example, you may want to consider an annuity that provides the most guaranteed lifetime income with the lowest fee. If you're looking for safe growth, you're going to want to find an annuity that is designed for the greatest opportunity for safe accumulation. So just like any investment, annuities are simply tools that when used correctly can be an important part of a balanced retirement portfolio. You have to understand that there is no perfect investment or silver bullet 
But when you use these tools, these annuities together with equities can really go a long way in ensuring that your retirement goals are met regardless of what happens in the stock market. So when it comes to annuities or you know any sophisticated investment product, you really want to work with an expert that understands these products uh, at a molecular level, as we say. Q&A, we roll on. Let's go to New Orleans. Uh, Chad, this one also for you from George. I have to start taking my required minimum distributions this year, and I have three different IRAs. Should I take some money from each or take it all from one? Yeah. Hey, George. So when it comes to taking your RMDs or your required minimum distributions, it's so important to understand all of your options when it comes to where you need to take the funds. The good news is, is that if you do have multiple IRAs or qualified retirement plans, you do have the ability to decide which funds or accounts you take to your RMDs. You're not limited to taking it all from one or taking a pro rata share from all three. Uh, so your total RMD for instance, is, is let's say it's $20,000 in 2022. So if you have some of your IRA or IRAs invested in more risky assets and the market's going through a downswing like we're seeing now, you may want to consider taking your RMD from an asset class that hasn't come down as much. Or if you typically take your RMDs early in the year and we're experiencing a market downturn, maybe decide and wait a little later in the year to take your RMD to give those assets a chance to come back. So having the ability to pick and choose uh, where those funds come from is one of the biggest advantages um, having IRAs and uh, having to take your RMDs um, provide you. Um, and if you can do it in a way with the, the proper planning and advice, it really can ensure that those assets will last, you know, 30, 40 years, regardless of what uh, the market brings. Great question, though. Retirement rule question and answer. We're going to open up some calendar positions for Simon and Simon Financial here in just a little bit. And again, uh, each and every week we open up a few for radio listeners only. And again, no cost or obligation and an opportunity to talk about your retirement planning. Uh, if you haven't started, great time to do it. If you're in the middle of something, get a second opinion. One of those spots, again, can be for you as well. Grant, you get the next question. Metairie is the location. Lauren is there. Here is the question. If I am no longer employed, can I roll over a 403B plan into an IRA or do a Roth conversion? Yeah, Lauren. Uh, so the short answer is yes, you can. Um, when it comes to a situation where you have a 403B or if you had a 401k, any of these employer-based retirement plans, once you have a what's called separation of service, uh, you are able to do a rollover from the 403B into an IRA. There's no taxes due when you do that rollover. Money moves from the 403B into the IRA. Now, the assets do not move. You actually have to sell those assets, and then they, the cash is transferred, but there's no taxes on that rollover. If you were to do a Roth conversion, then you would owe taxes on the amount that you converted from a pre-tax account like an IRA, the 403B, into a raw. So however much you convert, that would be the amount that gets added to your taxable income in the year that the conversion takes place, and you'll owe taxes on the amount that you convert. Question and answer. We keep going. There's some good questions uh, each and every week. But boy, I tell you, these are really good. Let's go to Madisonville. Ronald is there. Chad, this one's for you. I'm self-employed and trying to save for retirement. I'm 62 years old. I plan to retire at my full retirement age of 67. 
I make 40000 a year. I have 150000 in an IRA, and I contribute 6500 to that each year. What else can I do to save for retirement without a 401k? Hey, Ronald. So uh, great question. So the first thing I want to do is congratulate you on what you're doing um, already. You know, you've done absolutely the right thing so far. You know, one of the biggest tips I would give you and anyone who is still working, especially if you own your own business or you're self-employed, you don't have a 401k, is keep maximizing that, that IRA. Um, especially now when you see the markets has dipped, you know, we tell clients all the time, and if we can give uh, any tip to your kids or your grandkids, it's uh, whether you have a 401k or you own your own business and you have an IRA, maximizing your qualified plan during your, the accumulation phase or during your working years is the biggest thing you can do to ensure that you retire with uh, not a little bit of money, but I'm talking about lots of money. We see people all the time who've worked 20, 30 years who have maxed out their 401ks or IRAs, and they maybe were you know, head of custodial services at Exxon or Chevron, and they walk away from you know that company after 20, 30 years with a million or million and a half dollars in their in their 401k. It's a little more challenging if you are self-employed. You know, income from your business may go up or down. You have taxes to consider, um, but uh, maximizing those accounts is the biggest way. Um, also, consider contributing to a Roth. I don't know what your income situation will be in retirement, um, but anytime you can uh, put some money into a Roth. Uh, especially if you're self-employed, would be beneficial. And you may want to consider, if you haven't already, depending on how your business is structured, if you have multiple employees or you have the structure in place to do it, consider setting up a 401k um, where you can actually uh, contribute way more than the six or $7,000 contribution uh, maximum that you are uh, kind of limited at um, with an IRA or a Roth. But uh, you've done a tremendous amount already, and I would keep doing what you're doing. Um, especially now with the market being so low. Q&A in the books. Now's an opportunity to get on the calendar with Simon and Simon Financial. Grant, what's going to happen for the next five callers? That's right, Morgan. For the next five callers, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. We're going to give you this review with no cost or obligation if you're one of the next five callers who have at least $200,000 saved for retirement. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning for you by mapping out where you are now. We also will run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We will also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. And we will even run a customized income plan utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. Bing, bang, boom. All you got to do is call the phone number. If you've got at least 200000 saved towards your retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. Here's the number, 800-728-2225. That's 800-728-2225. Call now, 800-728-2225. Investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Chad Simon and his guests provide general information, not personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. 
The opinions expressed on this program are not intended to be a recommendation or investment advice and do not constitute a solicitation to buy, sell, or hold a security or an investment strategy. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company.